0: Wes. I'm Ed. And I'm Dan. Welcome to the wedding.
1: And today we're obviously continuing our conversation of the light of the Jedi. Um, I'm just gonna do this little part real quick. You know, we're, we're excited. We hope everybody else is excited. We hope you're following along. Uh, and then I'm gonna hand it over to Dan who's gonna lead our conversation today.
0: Alright, so for this episode we read chapters 6 through 13 and quite an exciting set of chapters. Oh, yeah really starting to get into good it. good ending, too. It. It's mm-hmm. a good place to end. Absolutely. A little, little cliffhanger. And we, we kind of had that solved a little bit. Let's go on to Chapter 6. So, Chapter 6. Uh, Hetzel System. Republic Longbeam Aurora 9. 75 minutes to impact. I like so, all the
1: names for the cruisers and stuff. Mm-hmm. I like Bell's name for their vector.
0: The Nova. Well, guess we're not talking about Bell.
1: <laughs> so so cha- we'll be shooting off. <laughs> so
0: chapter six, we follow Captain Bright, Ensign Peepholes, and Petty Officer Animan. Yeah, petty bitch. In their long beam, and so basically in this chapter, what we see is that you know they notice some debris coming in and decide to try to destroy it, fire some missiles. Uh, they fa- they completely fail and they watch a solar array in front of them get exploded.
1: It, it was interesting that I I feel like they even said like one in three odds. Yeah,
2: they said Just, one in three, no and then way. they said six missiles will make it a better chance because then they have six missiles going on this one and three and i was like didn't
0: they say that was all their missiles as well yeah they, that's that why was it, their
1: entire payload but like what i what i'm saying is like one and three no chance yeah something and moving at near light speed possibly possibly over light speed there's you there's no way you can hit that with missiles there's just no way we'll like i don't fine. care how, how advanced like a jedi maybe could because obviously you know they, they can use the force but there's no target yeah, Captain
0: miss. Bright wasn't out
2: holding. He He's quite capable.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're right, you're right. Of course, I, I forgot. I mean, we find out.
2: He's, that,
1: he's Jamaican tentacle alien.
2: We yeah. find out that all the missiles miss. Yeah,
0: all the missiles miss. Uh, the d- debris does end up hitting our solar array. And uh, our three heroes have to go in and uh, s- perhaps save some people? Probably not. I mean... Well, we don't figure it out in, in this chapter. Y- yeah, either. but I mean, when I was reading it, I mean...
1: It's a a bleak outlook. I I don't think Captain Bright's making it very far.
0: Yeah, Captain Bright definitely... uh, He seems too nice.
1: He's too good of a person. Yeah. He's gonna die.
0: And he's he's too noble. Yeah. Too noble.
1: That's for sure. Volunteering to go, like, on what is essentially a suicide mission.
0: Yeah, they talk about... um, the array the look of the array especially right before it gets destroyed and I think it's really funny that they're talking about the beauty of it yeah Mm -hmm. it was obviously very purposeful to do so in in the midst of destruction yeah
2: it literally says like it's the state of mind and all this but then at this moment it was not the state of mind which is really interesting to see um how that like idea is just like what is this gonna do right now
0: Mm mhm
1: And like all the descriptions throughout all the chapters so far and even continuing on past chapter six of like how advanced the technology is for the Republic and how little they can do. Mm -hmm. Even though they've got all this advanced stuff. Yeah. They still can't really do anything. It's interesting. You don't often see the Jedi so stumped.
0: Hmm. You know. Uh, Republic in general. Yeah. Like,
1: you know, you you hardly ever see them like. Kind of beaten, and you definitely do in the opening part of this book.
0: Yeah, there's a part in here when Bright is asking uh, Peebles if he could hit it with the blasters on the ship. Which, I mean, if you couldn't hit the you know lock on missiles, I'm really not sure how you're gonna get the blasters. No chance,
2: I mean, he's just trying to get something out there. Yeah, Again, I, I get that, but. maybe the
1: Jedi could. I do like. I think that's the next chapter or chapter after that, where it actually explains how their fighters can actually fight, mm-hmm. um but yes, the vectors there's just no like come on, they couldn't their're targeting systems and in, in the o t couldn't even hit the small little thing on the death star like no, you're not mm-hmm. gonna hit a thing going at light speed,
2: yeah even people said like no. Like, yeah. there's no way. And he made, like, a wise joke. He's yeah. like, you know, maybe the mm-hmm. number one person could do it. I'm but I'm like, ten, yeah. yeah.
0: Dude, he's been very humble. I think Peebles is, like, top, like, three. <laughs> Peebles is
1: probably top, like, one. And he still can't do it. Yeah, like, if
0: he can't do it, nobody can do it. And that's just what it is. Peebles yeah. is a god. It is
1: interesting to see, though, like, throughout these chapters, the differences between, um like republic officers and jedi just in terms of like mannerisms with everything you know they're all handling the situation very differently mm-hmm. and the jedi are very matter of fact about things they're trying to like approach it logically meanwhile the, the people from the republic are like what the fuck are we even gonna do man like yeah. what, what are we doing here i mean
2: you can see that they really don't have like hope per se oh yeah, well, yeah. like the jedi are all about this hope well, and, and, and force. force.
1: Avar Chris specifically, is what's inspiring hope for a lot of these people. Mm-hmm. You know, they they wouldn't have it if she wasn't there. I, I mean, think... we
2: saw previous um, chapters where like she gave the battle meditation to give everyone the morale. Yeah, and like I guess it's wearing off on like the officers and stuff now, but like the Jedi still feel it.
0: Well, she has to keep uh you know the connection between all the Jedi in the system up. She mm-hmm. had, she has to like give out these commands, do the, her little battle meditation thing. We think she's doing battle meditation. We don't know that for sure yet, but it definitely seems like it.
2: Uh, mm-hmm. Which we'll get into later on, which I think is in this next chapter.
0: Yeah, uh, it is very interesting to see what her dynamic. But let's go, let's move into the next chapter, unless you guys have anything more to say about uh, Captain Bright and his crew. Um, not much other than just like
1: a general thing. Not so much about the characters, just about the writing. Like the writing in general is really strong. Mm-hmm. Like throughout the the entire novel so far, like a lot of their descriptions are really really good and like. There's a there's a beauty to all the all the tragic stuff that's happening. It's, it's an interesting balance, mm-hmm. I think. You know, I don't know how much of you guys have picked up on it. I'm assuming you have. Mm-hmm. It, it's just interesting to see like such disasters described in a way that's like almost poetic to it, read. It, it makes a,
2: it easy to imagine it. Yeah, know, which no, is it definitely great. does. It,
1: firm visuals.
2: And going on to the characters this is the last thing I'll say all three of those characters are completely different. So yeah. Peds no, is like, kind of like the, what, what are we doing? And we're not going to, yeah. there's no hope. You had the naive in, um, in and then, um, bright being like, Oh, really is the, the bright spot yeah. among the crew. It really is named correctly. Makes sense. He's an
1: mm-hmm. outlaw and they, they seem to have a very cheery demeanor. At mm-hmm. least if, uh, if Kit Fisto to, to, to fit, <laughs> to fit Kisto. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, Overall, uh, I'm interested to see more of these characters. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, sure. I, I, it hopefully seems...
1: they make it past the next
0: couple chapters yeah, they're in. Yeah, because it seemed like a nice dynamic group. Yeah, I agree. So, moving on to Chapter 7. Hetzel system above the fruited moon, 70 minutes to impact. So, this one, this chapter here... Introduces some new characters. We, we follow four Jedi and two volunteers.
1: More specifically, we do follow... It is told from tayami's perspective. Yes. Not first person, it's still third person, but it's it's from Teami's. Yeah, point it's of definitely theory. following
0: her more. And we also got... Uh, Mikkel Setmani. And he's more... He's a he's laid-back one. Yeah, He's a strong and silent type. Yeah. From what is described in the book. And then we also have Nib Asik. I wonder what species he is.
1: I don't think they say. I know it. it can't be one that speaks basic because it said his because mm, uh, his his language is
0: translated yeah, yeah. and it's calm. Yeah, so. yeah. It, we haven't really got much details on. Hopefully, really, he shows up some more. I though.
2: feel like he's more of like a plocoon type species. I don't know why I get that feeling, but like that could, that
1: could make sense they though. You know, yeah, they, I don't. I would assume part of their respirator also like translates, translates their language yeah,
0: it has to. Uh, and we also had Nibasic and her. Uh, Padawan, the Wookiee yeah. Yaga Agaburi.
1: I'm gonna call him
0: Burr. Burr,
1: I'm Burr. Call him Burry.
0: And so. I call him Chewbacca. <laughs> yeah. and we, then we also had uh, Joss, Adrian, and Pika, who were the two volunteers Which we boarded. We do get a chapter told from their perspective. Like yes. Well,
1: more specifically from Joss's perspective.
0: Yes. yes. And, but. and so, uh, the main thing about this chapter was the discovery that the debris that was coming into the Hetzel system which was had by the boy had life on it and it it was done by our Wookiee friend Uh, earlier on he he was actually like
1: well it was thought that he was like scared Mm -hmm. that he was like almost petrified by fear but he wasn't
2: he kind of was he he had to overcome
1: his own fear they do say that Mm -hmm. but I think it was more so he wasn't Petrified, He was, like, really reaching out and, like, making a, a really interesting force discovery. And it was cool to see that, especially considering he is a Padawan. He's mm-hmm. not a knight. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that was kind of cool that he's, like... And it makes sense for a Wookiee because Wookiees are very in tune with nature, especially ones that um, stay on Kashyyyk. You know, that he, he's he got very natural force senses.
2: I liked that. Yeah, yeah, and I liked how um all the um Masters and Knights, like, were like, okay, it's okay since you're yeah, a Padawan. Yeah. I don't want to put this great... Idea on you, and they kind of were like, It's okay, but then, like, right before they were about to fire, it yeah. was like, Stop,
1: yeah, don't you're gonna kill a bunch of people,
2: which is, and illegal. it's like,
1: Shit, uh, well, they're about to kill a bunch of people,
2: yeah. It was,
0: and uh, it was very interesting in how they uh used their vectors, like you were saying before, Wes. Uh, yeah, the, the way they I, kind I of love
1: the, the description of just her like lightsaber going into this like socket, and mm-hmm. like, all of a sudden, weapon systems power up on their ship. That was.
2: It was really cool. Beautiful,
1: and yeah. I like. I like the description of Tayami's lightsaber too. This, How ugly has, it was! Yeah, yes. this sort of like hodgepodge and like sort of. Ref- it tells you a lot about her without having to tell you about mm. her. Mm-hmm. You know, you can get a good idea of like what kind of Jedi she is. Yes, yes.
2: and I love their Force connection throughout. So they yeah. didn't talk. They use the Force, which was from- maintained
1: actually by a- okay. Master Chris. Yeah. which was fucking powerful <laughs> oh, that, yeah, that is pretty,
2: awesome pretty amazing and yeah. like they get in later on the yeah. chapters where like she's talking to all these Jedi's throughout the yeah system. yeah it's it's throughout the whole
1: si- I mean it's a three star system so you have to, to have to imagine it's huge mm-hmm. yeah. you know that I mean this is going to be a collaborative effort of like probably dozens if not maybe even almost a hundred Jedi yeah
0: and I mean she alone is definitely the reason why the the difference in Republic and Jedi response is because, I mean, obviously she can connect everyone. They have instant messaging, basically. Yeah.
1: And she's, I mean, she's got to be powerful. I'm interested to see, like, how powerful Master Chris is.
2: I mean, I don't think she... Well, clearly not as powerful as Yoda, because he is... Well, yeah, he's still the Grand Master. But, like, I feel like she's, like, his right-hand man, it seems like.
1: Yeah, she's she's definitely got to be up there. Kind
2: of like a Mace Windu-type person. Where, like... It was I don't as,
1: know if she's as lightsaber-focused, it seems. it seems. She like seems Force. Maybe. But she's definitely like a Force savant or
2: something. Oh, yeah. wow. Dude, would be awesome. She's a sage. Oh, dude, yeah. So on the front cover, she does have a green lightsaber, which means typically that's a Force. If usually. you go
1: by the KOTOR standards of coloring, yeah, mm-hmm. that would indicate that she's a consular, which mm-hmm. would make her you know, very more in tune with the Force. and She seems pretty... Pacifistic, you know, yeah. she seems like a pacifist. Uh, she's a really cool character, but I think a lot of these characters introduced in this chapter are really cool. Like, Teami, I really want to see a lot yeah. more of. <clears throat> uh, what race was she? Did, did they mention what race she was? I think
2: she was just human. Teami? I, yeah. I know,
1: Nib was, um, Nib was Yaga's master is human. Yes. yes, um, I don't know hey. if Teami uh, uh, speaking of,
0: uh, the Wookiee's master. I, I did love that little detail they put in there that said, like, uh, she took the time to, to, learn, to, to, to learn the Wook. language so that she so could that communicate.
1: specifically she could be his master.
2: master. Yeah. And it says that, like, humans have a hard time with that, like, growth. Yeah. Because they the vocal cords. And it's
1: not even just to learn the language. She learned how to speak it. Mm-hmm. Now, not just to interpret it. You know, because, yeah. like, Han can interpret it, but Han can't speak Sri Wook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but she can, which is...
0: It's pretty, it's,
1: it's pretty cool it's just a cool little detail Um, and it, and it again it's one of those things like it tells you a lot about her without having to like tell you about her
2: and I love how we saw how um Briago was like not talking I mean yes he was connected to the force until the very end yeah. but like we already can tell that like he does not like communication he's, 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 just... he's
1: the strong silent type mm-hmm. yes
2: which I'm I do really want to see more for. from
1: him though you know not even inherently as a fighter just like who he is more as a mm-hmm. person. And I feel like that's hard just because it's hard to write from the perspective of a Wookiee.
2: Yeah, just because, like. He can't speak. He's like basic. Yeah. Then he's like an outcast
1: kind of person. Yeah, I mean, Wookiees are, are incredibly rare amongst the Jedi Order. I mean, mm-hmm. at least that's what they say in the Clone Wars mm-hmm. when Um, Gunji. Is that his name? I think the, so. The Wookiee apprentice. Yeah, the Wookiee. Yeah. The, the really young. It. The Wookiee Youngling. Yes. Uh, I believe the little robot guy that helps them make their lightsabers, mm-hmm. he's like. Wookiee are incredibly rare amongst the Jedi which makes sense yeah you it know, makes sense I, I feel like f- there are some races that you typically as- associate with Jedi you know like the Tobretta and the Meridian and the humans and obviously all the Yoda species that we know of have been force users yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but it's interesting to see a Wookiee and and it's just nice to, to have that character thrown in there
2: mm-hmm. I do like how um, right before they were going <clears> to <throat> fire um Tanimi was um, about to shoot, and when she heard the scream, she was like, "Most people would have yeah. yeah." But she's a Jedi Knight, yeah. so she was. That was cool. I, that was a great. I role. agree.
1: It was like uh, most people would have flinched and shot yeah. at that moment, but uh, Tayami was a Jedi Knight, so mm. she didn't.
0: She had the training. Uh, another cool thing about you know the weaponry on the vectors is that they had to put their lightsaber inside of the vector's little. Uh, yeah Yeah. because uh, you, you, it has
1: to be it was like specifically I think they say it has to be deliberate it, uh, oh here it is actually uh, every time they were used it was a well considered action just like the lightsaber because the lightsaber the whole point of it is when you're using it when you use it even just attacking with it it is a well considered action mm-hmm. it is to do the minimum amount of damage that you can it was, it was very interesting this guy clearly has a good understanding of what the Jedi
0: should be yes and like the whole philosophy around the Jedi. Yeah. I, I, I do appreciate that quite a bit.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but I think maybe we're done with this chapter unless anybody else has something. They I want to will say
2: up. it ends with saying, because um, it was like, get to the point, Tommy um, said, and Nib says we can't destroy that because they're, it's full of people and yeah. they're alive. Which is a great ending and it makes you we, wish I
1: wish I wouldn't have known <laughs> that yeah. there were people on yeah. the
2: debris it would have made that way, way more intense Yeah, it would have made it
0: more intense but
2: you know hey we did the background research yeah you know we, but we're like we're professionals it gets back into like Charles Soul's like writing it's like I gotta read the next chapter yeah, yeah see, no, he, they,
1: he definitely strings you
2: along you, and like you definitely it, want to keep reading and like yes I know this next chapter is on a different perspective but like we still it does know, further it yeah yeah, yeah.
1: It, he does a good job at stringing along these, these chapters, even though you're constantly rotating your point of view.
0: Yeah, it's, time is still moving forward. Yeah. Can, it, it makes sense as well. You
1: still yeah. always really
0: want to know what's going to happen next. Yeah, So we're going to move on to chapter 8 now. Really uh, good chapter. Aguirre City. Hetzel Prime. 65 minutes to impact. This uh, chapter here was about Avar Chris, you know, following the Master. Mm-hmm. She's serving as a conduit for Jedi communication. Well, like I believe it was in the twenties of Jedi that she was letting just yeah, communications I mean, really. flow through her, basically, pretty very impressive. Yeah, she, she's
1: basically like a, a, a satellite or like a prom yeah. for everyone's communications throughout this entire solar system. Yeah, it, I think we need to appreciate that. It, it's ridiculous. it's really is system wide. She is allowing communication. I mean, and even for like twenty people, that's a lot.
0: That is yeah. a lot of people. Yeah,
1: and it's got to be way quicker than actually using comms because, you know, comms are only going to travel at the, the speed of sound because they're going to travel at the speed that radio waves can travel mm. at. Um, So I'm assuming she's almost instantaneous. Yeah, and like
2: with that far of distance too because like it's every place in this area. Yeah. Oh.
0: It, it is ridiculous, her or power.
1: Maybe they would travel at the speed of, ah, I don't know.
0: In this chapter, we also, you know, she she mentions uh, Minister Eka, if you remember from yes. our previous chapters, the, the man himself who actually pretty much saved Hetzel Prime,
1: the best politician in Star Wars. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: made, made sure to get the message out and get some help; otherwise, probably wouldn't have gotten help from anyone outside of. And he Huts did. I think
1: he did make the decision to try and send an SOS to the Republic, even mm-hmm. though they didn't know if it would make it in yeah. time. Yeah. And, and like, luckily, it did. Yeah. I
2: love the idea of like. They got lucky that the, um, like, building of the, um, what was the um, tower called? Oh, I can't think of the name. The the Beacon? Yeah, the Beacon. Starlight Beacon? beacon. Starlight Beacon. So. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The yeah. whole part with.
1: Um, the Biff. Yeah. yeah. Ambassador. Yeah. Because it was basically like, they were, they were wanting to leave. The mm-hmm. whole reason that Avar, Chris, and the rest of the Republic were able to get there is because they were showing Starlight Beacon to a set of ambassadors, I'm pretty sure. Mm -hmm. And uh, there was one guy that kept dragging along the tour, and it it happened to slow him down just enough to to receive the communication and get to the Hetzel system.
2: And I just love how it was a Biff, the slowing down. Like, we don't see anything about Biffs really in Star Wars, other than that they're musicians, but we're seeing them as an ambassador. It's crazy idea.
0: I, I love how they were just taking uh, just Avar Chris and just elevating her up this next level. Gosh, I, every single chapter we, we see and hear stuff about Avar Chris, she just only gets cooler and well, more she, powerful. She's and
2: definitely... The way she connects to the Force by song is really cool. Like, it has to be Yeah, a film. that Yeah, that,
1: that description of the Force is, is very apt, I think, that it's not like this mysterious thing that only jedi can access like yeah only jedi can attune themselves with the force but the force is kind of this
2: it's like a melody yeah that's playing it's
1: similar to tolkien's universe has a similar sort of aspect where everything's related back to this this song that like uh, the the Alar sing i believe is what they're called Uh, it's it's just an interesting Mm. sort of comparison almost to to Tolkien, which is an inspiration for everything, not just fantasy, yeah. sci fi, everything.
0: And, and along with the the bith that was brought into our uh, attention here. We also got two more characters. Yes, we get two more Jedi. We got mm-hmm. Elizar man. man. He
1: sounds interesting.
0: I I want to meet this guy. I mean, yeah, he has an interesting name just to begin with. But yeah. the, the way she describes him as a Force tinkerer. Yeah, as he doesn't try a power twice. That
2: S- sounds kind of like an artificer or something. Yes, yeah, like from D and And he doesn't like to be questioned, which is like really interesting too. Because like. To be a master, you kind of have to be questioned. And he's like... Well, like he's he, not a master yeah, because he, of that.
1: He, he doesn't... think It's fair that he's not a master, but to, to be honest, I mean, if you're... She says, like, it's come up with a lot of great things. You know, we've learned a lot about the Force through this, but he's also, like, failed missions and, yeah, like, yeah. ruined missions because it's... he won't do things
2: the right way yeah, all the time and it did say that he has not lost a life like he that is does true. not risk lives when it yeah. comes to it so he
1: sounds interesting though I definitely want to meet this guy I I am I'm very interested and they sound yeah they're, they're close she says Elzar Man, her oldest closest friend in
2: the order I mean, she gets distracted for a little bit with him, because she starts thinking about him, and she's like, I, I can't get distracted. Yeah, I, I wonder gotta... if they do have a bit of a, a fling, a little romance mm-hmm. Oh,
0: dude, that'd be against the Jedi Code. Oh. You can't do that. I mean, Elzar, oh. I feel like, would
2: be fine with that. Elza- I feel like Elzar would. Elzar's sp- down. <laughs> he's tinkering,
1: man. El-
0: Elzar ain't no master. He doesn't have to abide by the rules. Exactly. He's,
1: bro, he's tinkering. Dude, he's tinkering. Dude, with, he is totally... I'm, I'm going to abstain from making that joke. That's a little dirty. This <laughs> so is a little too dirty. <laughs>
0: we also get introduced to uh, Trandoshan Master Skier. Yes,
1: oh, yeah. very excited to see him in the novel. He's he's been in the I've read some of the graphic novel, and, and he's pretty cool in that. So, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, I mean, man, it's talking about rare Jedi species, Trandoshan. When, when, when yeah. have you ever seen a Trandoshan? I
1: can't think of one okay, Not, off the top of my head. Neither can I. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely a rare species for for Jedi, especially given their temperament. Mm-hmm. you know not that they're all like these loose cannons but they, they definitely as a species the Trandoshan have a very um, its I think it's their relic- materialistic religion yeah Yeah, their,
0: it's their religion that kind of guides them to be bounty hunters yeah, and,
1: the, yeah. the hunt like yeah. I think that's their, their thing the, mm-hmm. the scorekeeper you yeah. know
0: so I wonder if he's abandoned that whole ideology or if he somehow has kind of integrated it by himself into the Jedi yeah, Code. I'd,
1: I'm interested to see some more of him. If he's not in here, I would definitely want to finish I mean, the
2: I know we model. talked about him a little bit in our background episode of like how he lost his Padawan and stuff, and how yeah. he was very mad and he closed off, but then he like went a different way to like forgive and stuff, which is crazy to think that a Trans-Ocean could do that. You know? Yeah,
1: I'm very interested to see where that goes. Absolutely. It, it's a rare species to see a Jedi... And that's the one thing I like. They 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 really throw in all these different species, all these different characters who are who are really unique to mm-hmm. things we've seen before in Star Wars, which is something I'm just loving.
0: Yeah, I really wanted to get some more coverage on these species because, yeah. like, what did we have on Trandoshans? We had a little bit of the Clone Wars series, and we had you know that one time Bosk showed up on yeah. the movie, and they're so. all bad. Yeah.
2: But then in Visions, we had a good Trandoshan in mm-hmm. one of the episodes. But like. That's not canon, so it's like, yeah, this is the first canon. And,
1: you know, Swotor also non-canon, mm-hmm. where there is, a, there is a Trandoshan you get uh, as a Jedi. He's one of your companions. Mm-hmm. But again, non-canon. So we don't know if any of the lore you learn from him is even still, you know, accurate. Mm-hmm. So it is interesting to see a Trandoshan actually thrown... If not into the limelight, at least into the conversation as like they can be Jedi. You and, know, and,
0: can...
2: and at that a master as well. So Yes, like,
1: yes, yes. You know, not
0: a knight. So he I
1: mean
2: Think how much man. like stuff he had to deal with while he was becoming a master. Because like he was an outcast, basically. Oh, Everyone yeah. knows his yeah. trendos being aggressive. So how do you think the kids treated yeah. him? Oh well, like Probably pretty well. He's definitely
1: had to <laughs> overcome some just like ingrained Stuff as being a Trandoshan because yeah, with
0: the religion and everything, like, I mean, you obviously well, be like, grown up, like, just
1: that. just naturally, they're just gonna have a bad temperament. Like, Not have that. you met a Trandoshan without a
0: bad temperament? I met plenty. Uh, have <laughs> you played Republic Commando? <laughs> they're pretty nice. <laughs>
2: Yeah, they're all really yeah. nice guys. I want to yeah. see who kind of was his master too. Because yeah, like, it'd be interesting. You have yeah. to be a very. Was, patient. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it could was, be. It, it could was be. Avar <laughs> Chris. Yeah. Oh, shit. I feel like he's probably older than Avar Chris. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: given that he's unless trimmed oceans don't live a long time, I actually don't know. I that. don't know that either. I would
0: assume they live
1: longer,
2: but I don't know. That even. would yeah,
1: that would be my my first guess because you know Wookiees live like. 200 I mean,
2: years. Humans are definitely going to be the lowest. Yeah, humans you know. live like 3,000 years yeah. <laughs> in the Star Wars universe.
0: Yeah. We, we can't pass up this uh, important detail. Uh, this is also the chapter where Avar, you know, learns about the debris mm-hmm. having living people in it and you know simultaneously is projecting that to all the other Jedi. Yeah. So very which is important uh, and then she's incredibly like important. she's
1: like, "Hey, uh, what's the what's the captain of the third horizon's name?" She has to tell one of those guys and he's like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. (laughs) You're telling me... (laughs) Yeah, Admiral Cronara. Yeah, she's like, hate to say this, but uh, (laughs) this shit just got way harder. And
2: they're they're like, seriously, man? Yeah, he was like, it was supposed to be a seek and destroy. Now you want me to seek and not destroy? The hardest part is... Uh, Yeah. Uh, That's gonna be rough. Yeah, Yeah,
1: I'm interested to see if they actually do succeed because... I'm going to be honest, the cynic in me saying no. Yeah, no. <laughs> the cynic in me saying no chance. Yeah, I
0: have a feeling they're going to have quite a bit of trouble here. Uh,
1: he, honestly, if uh, if Pika and... What's his name? Pika and... Yaw? Yeah, or Joss?
0: Joss, yeah. Yeah, Pika, Joss, and... Adrian. If
1: if they manage to save their little shard that they're uh, working after, that's a success. Yeah. That's a success. Yeah, we'll, we'll take any wins here. That we it can't. would also, I think it would save the fruited moon. I yep, believe the that's the one moon. that it's coming towards. Yes. Well, hopefully, assuming that like another hopefully. shard doesn't just... <laughs> hopefully!
0: This, this guy hopes the planet gets destroyed. I said <laughs> hopefully it doesn't get destroyed. <laughs> anyway, unless you guys have anything more about Chapter 8, we're going to move on to Chapter 9. Not off the top of my head. All right, chapter nine. Hetzel Prime, 60 minutes to impact. Back
1: to my favorite character.
0: Back to Bell and Loden. Uh, We see them. uh, If you remember when we left off, uh, Loden had just jumped out of his vector. And uh, And now Bell is falling down. Uh, And not able to stop himself. uh, Bell kind of is not really good with the force. Loden has to help him out. He's like, oh, you know, you're all right, but you kind of suck. And he's like, yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. So, uh, so, if you remember, they're trying to approach uh, this compound. Before we before we go on, I did really like the
1: part. um that wasn't much of a fall, really. <laughs> when we're back on Coruscant, I'll throw you off the tallest super towers we can find. Maybe you just need more time to communicate with the Force. Some of these towers are thousands of stories tall. Yeah, I, you could I mean, be falling he, for minutes.
0: Uh, plenty of time. Uh, I love Loden. I, I like how much of a dick Loden is. <laughs> he's yeah. so
1: great, man. Just, he's awesome.
0: Like, but, like, obviously, I mean, he has a good relationship with Belle. Yeah, like, he, he, he's going to take it as a joke. He, he does.
1: He does want to teach him. <laughs> at least say that.
0: Yeah, but, like, here, I can't tell if Loden's being <laughs> serious
1: or not. Oh, he's 100% serious, dog. They're going to get back to court, and he's going to say, Hey, hey, Bell, no, come stand at the edge of this tower real quick. Oh, yeah, sure, man. Master-
2: <laughs> 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 I love how, like, it talks at the beginning. It's like, though Bell thought Mass- perhaps Master Yoda could make it happen, if he focused hard enough, like... <laughs> Of course, Master Yoda could easily do it, but
0: like he's trying to help him. He's just trying to hype himself up. Yeah. I get that, but he, nah, he's he, he kind of sucks. <laughs> I could do better. <laughs> I have done better. I've done better. I've
1: jumped hundred meters and, and lived before. Yeah, exactly.
0: I just don't have legs now. Uh, so <laughs> I'm so, in a wheelchair. So we also see that uh, you know they are approaching this compound and the the huge crowd that's gathered outside. And they do kind of engage with the guards a little bit. Uh, and also, at the end, we also have uh, the Marauders show up. Yeah. yeah. The Marauders. But this
1: is a really good um, chapter also for some Force stuff. Like, the way he uses... Um,
0: uh, he uses Mind Trick. Loden uses... Yeah. Mi- like, mm-hmm. these subtle Force powers. It's like- not
1: even so much as a Mind Trick. It's almost just like a calming wave of Force. I it's mean... It's almost like... Because it's, it's like his, his
2: words carry mm-hmm. this, like, weight... And it talks about how he smiles all the time, too, to, like, give that calming feature.
0: So, I wonder if his force smile... I mean, just because it
2: did say that um, Bell didn't realize that he did like a force power yeah. per se. I, it I, was just happening. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's how I, mean, I think this shows the skill of Loden where you can just subtly just you know influence people he's without diplomatic for sure. Yeah, diplom- He's for sure, but diplomatic. He's a
1: super interesting character though, because like while he's diplomatic, when he has to break it out later in the thirteenth chapter. Yeah, he- he, 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 he shows he, he shows his proficiency in combat. I mean,
0: look, yeah, but he he, I mean, he follows the Jedi code. He doesn't look for combat. No, he he, he
1: he doesn't kill that that we've seen.
0: Oh, he's a killer. He, he, <laughs> he's I, a certified certified killer. killer. Uh, he, I, I mean, I trust me. <laughs> he does he more than just killing. <laughs>
1: he he chops all their limbs off and then kills them just so they experience true <laughs> pain.
0: Yeah, yeah, but th- really, th- this chapter is pretty good but it was mainly just like the setup for the next chapter of load and bell
2: i mean we do get to see more of like that conflict with the um palace or whatever it was i I did like the gate where he basically was like guards why are you guys guarding this and i was like well you know we're getting paid by this really famous person and they don't want these people to come on and then load Causing them to be like, I, actually, I do
1: love the one line where this is this is one of the guards talking. He says, "It's my job, uh, it's not my job to let them aboard, Jedi. It's my job to make sure they don't." Mm-hmm. And then Loden says, "Perhaps you should consider an early retirement." Yeah. This man, he, he just carries badassery. It's an aura around mm-hmm. him. He is just the ultimate badass. While yeah. smiling too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, he's, he's, he's just like, eh, yeah. Maybe you should consider it early retirement, yeah, man.
0: Yeah, I mean, I feel like those guys are, are really considering if the money's worth it at this point.
1: Honestly, no. I, there's, dude. I would have done the same thing that they do later. I would have thrown my guns down. No yeah, chance. Yeah, this man. this guy is a certified killer, he, like dude, you said. Yeah,
0: dude. Like, how do we know he's not a certified killer? You know, he could have, just, we, have.
1: Have we seen that he doesn't have the license for it?
0: Yeah, we haven't. So I'm gonna keep. You know, I don't know if I'd say I'd keep my hopes up, but. I have a feeling loaded. And uh, And I I love how he
2: ends it, too. He says to his patron, he says... Sabers. He'll say, we'll stay for a bit. Make sure this all goes smoothly. Like, (sighs) just think about that. Just like him sitting there and the guards are like, fine, open the gate. Mm -hmm. He's like, we're going to stay for a bit. Just to make sure. What
1: what makes him open the gate is uh, the guard captain says, what do you think you're going to do? What do you think you're going to do, Jedi? Cut right through the walls with your lightsaber. Fight off every one of us. Sure. Why not? (laughs) Badass, yeah, well, the ultimate badass. Bell is
2: pulling out his lightsaber, was about to start. Pulling yeah, the and he's table. like, Nah. And he, I got this. he did two fingers. Yeah, it was and like held him up. That was pretty cool. And like Bell put it away, and then that's when the guard started getting smart. So then, Loden, of course, has to get smarter.
0: Exactly. Uh, Loden is just—he does not take the shit. Loden yeah. is is by far my
1: favorite character. Avar, Chris, she comes in second, but Loden is just man. He, He's, I he, feel like he, we haven't he's gotten doing enough. It for me. He, he's yeah. definitely yeah. my favorite.
2: I feel like we haven't gotten enough of Avar Chris in combat slash like full on. Where yeah, I mean,
1: both of her chapters are pretty short.
2: They're short and they're about the force where she is the satellite basically. Yeah, she she is for, kind of
1: almost exclusively used as a means for talking about how the force is affecting the greater situation mm-hmm. as a whole rather than talking about her. Yeah.
2: yeah. Which I mean she is the commander She's, of yeah. the Jedi. It, it kinda
0: so. it says something about her character yeah. as well, just that.
1: But everyone, t- everyone tells you how powerful she is for yeah. sure. But it, I feel like we haven't learned as much about yeah, we don't who know she is. about her.
0: Yeah, I haven't f- I don't feel like I know anything. Well Ava
1: honestly i I feel like I'm getting a really good sense of who mm-hmm. Loden is and even who Belle is and I yeah. like both of them as characters. Yeah. And I, I like mean really
2: we did get a backstory per se of Avar with, like... You know, yeah, the, the, his, the, the,
1: her, but, her relationship with the other Jedi Knight was interesting. Yeah, but, probably. like,
2: I mean, that point we saw that, like, she does also think about, like, what's wrong with the Jedi, per se. Yeah. But it's not, like... It's more of, like, an Obi-Wan where she, like, sees the problem and yeah. she's like, I gotta stick to this. Yeah, she
1: doesn't really acknowledge it.
2: Yeah,
0: so, so is she really that powerful? We'll find out later.
2: I, I, I'm interested. Yeah, I, I think she
1: is... Yes, yeah, she, she
0: is. She is pretty powerful. Yeah. Does, I have a feeling like she'll survive. But
1: I think I'm ready to move on. If you guys are to chapter ten, right, we'll
0: right. move on. We'll move on to Good chapter. Ch- chapter ten: Hetzel system above the fruited moon. 50 minutes to impact.
1: So we're going back to the fruited moon, but with different characters yeah, this it, time.
0: Instead of following the Jedi, we're following Joss and Pika Adrian. Who are on the long beam.
1: Oh, Adrian. Good Lord, I'm dyslexic. I read that as Arden the whole time.
0: Arden. <laughs> Arden? It, it, it it's is okay. not Arden. It is Adrian. So, um, you know, we, we kind of get into Joss's thoughts here. Yeah, um, he's, the, he's the POV character. He, he's, he I, seems interesting. He, he's interesting. He, he thinks he's not... He kind of thinks he's lower tier than his wife. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like he, yeah,
1: he, he's like she's so beautiful and I'm so
0: fucking ugly and, and he's like man what do I even offer in this relationship why is she with me like,
1: like I'm ugly got no personality my dick is small
0: <laughs> he really is going off on it he, he must not have very
2: he, much confidence he has
0: very low self-esteem
2: he does and then he also is like but he's kind of a genius he does say yeah. space wizards too which is yeah, it's is kind of funny so I mean it's just great to see how he is with like how the Jedi are cause you can clearly tell that he doesn't per se, trust the Jedi, I guess.
1: But like, it doesn't seem like he really knows them. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting to see, it's a different galaxy because in the Republic era we're used to, the Clone Wars era, you know, the, the Jedi are pretty much everywhere. It's mm-hmm. kind of hard to avoid them. Most people know who the Jedi are and there's, there's probably a lot more fear too amongst people who are more ignorant of the Jedi mm-hmm. in the Clone Wars. But here it's just like, they don't know what they are. Yeah, he's he's just kind of like, what what can they even do? Like, what are your powers? Mm-hmm. You know, what what is and the force? And he's heard he's
2: heard stories of like you can pick up those things, right? And you can yeah, and like it talks later on like when he starts talking to um, uh, which Jedi was it?
0: I forgot which Jedi was. You forgot what, who he was talking to. Tayami. Taomi. Oh, yeah, so when
2: he was talking to Taomi, she was like. It uh, took her a second. She's like, yeah. oh, do you mean using the Force? Yeah, we can do that. <laughs> it was great to see how, like, he really just doesn't understand what's yeah. going
0: on. Yeah, he called her Master Tiami because he had no... Yeah, because you yeah. didn't know. Yeah, he, he, know he was, he like, was like, better safe than sorry. didn't want to insult the Jedi. Well,
1: and he even says, like, I don't even know if I can offer offense to a Jedi, but, you know, better safe than sorry, yeah. right? Which, fair enough, I mean, Jedi are pretty powerful. Yeah, I I don't, I don't think they'd seek vengeance if you, you know. Mistitled used, them? <laughs> use the wrong Imagine. prefix, but. You called me a Padawan? Imagine. I'll... <laughs> she, she activates the weapon <laughs> systems on the vector. It's a carefully considered thought.
0: <laughs> I, I do love how this chapter kind of describes, like, Joss and uh, his wife are like, you know, man, we just thought of this plan. Like, then they're kind of like in an urgent situation. They seem yeah, like. Yeah. They're kind of rushed. And then when he's on the comms with, you know, Tiami, it specifically says that her voice was cool and utterly without tension. Just like, you know, classic Jedi. It really kind of tells you, Tiami seems like she's going to be uh, pretty important later on, I have a feeling.
1: But it's definitely, you can kind of get the, what I was saying with like, sort of the dichotomy between the, the regular soldiers, the regular Joes, and the Jedi, because like, He's freaking out. He's like yeah. he's like how the fuck are we gonna yeah. do this? He's like angry, he's cursing, he's like, Oh my god, I can't believe I have to now try to save more people while saving other people. Yeah. It's like this is hard enough already And then Tam's just like, Yeah, we can try to do that.
0: No yeah. promises. Yeah. Uh. Really, uh, Joss and Pika really have a nice chemistry as well. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, right before they had that. Uh, really keep, good on the page. Yeah. yeah whenever they. Uh, right before they communicated <sighs> with uh, Tiami, like they had that conversation about the method of stopping the debris, the mag clamps. And, and they're just bouncing it yeah, off yeah, each other. Yeah, literally bouncing ideas off of each other perfectly. Like they just know exactly what each other is. No, I,
1: I definitely like these characters. Hope they don't die. Because <laughs> yeah. they seem interesting. Yeah, well. Um, but. I'm not gonna hold we'll, out for we'll any of see. these characters. We'll uh, see. There's
2: so many characters that we want to see that there's no way. Oh, uh, someone's out. gonna die. Yeah. Someone is
1: for sure gonna die. As long as it's not my boy I Aga Burry.
2: He can't die. He has
0: too much potential.
1: <laughs> he's too powerful, bro. He'll just stop it. Yeah, if somebody yeah. tries to kill him, he's <laughs> just like, no.
0: Hey, we
2: might get that. We might get that Harry Potter effect though, and get like a Fred dying on us type <laughs> thing. Yeah, big Yeah. In the,
0: in the end of this chapter, once again, another little cliffhanger. It, you know, they're racing towards the debris. And and unfortunately, we don't get
1: any more. I do. I do like the 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 idea that you know because he's saying saying, he's like even if you can slow it down, five percent, one percent, it, it is, it is huge yeah, right. at
0: the, these speeds. Yeah, I mean, they're pretty much light speed. I, I kind of get that. Yeah, I mean,
1: well, yeah. I mean it, they they constantly allude to like near or above or a percentage of light speed, but it, it doesn't matter. No matter what. It's huge. And if you think about it, we did miss this in the last chapter because in the... In, not, no, 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 it's coming up. Sorry, coming my bad. Up. It's coming. I think it's the next chapter. I or do maybe like the one after that.
2: how they have that, like, hero action type thing. So, like, they talk about, like, what happens if these cable snaps because they're going too quick? We're going to get sent off into <clears throat> Light Space. And Yoss is just like, well, we'll find out. And then that's how it ends.
0: Yeah, man, this Joss guy, like... He does not care about life. Also,
2: of the wall, bro. Yeah,
0: he's, he's like, fuck it. I mean, it's that. I got my, I right. got my, got right. my hot wife next to me. <laughs> got my smoking wife. It doesn't even matter.
1: But I think we're about done with chapter 10. Let's
0: move on to chapter 11. This H- is
1: what I was talking about. This happened in this chapter.
0: Hetzel system. Interplanetary space. 40 minutes to impact. So this one, we're back on Hetzel Prime. Uh, following our girl, Avar Chris. And, briefly. Uh, very again, very, this, is very briefly, this is a very brief chapter. I believe
1: it is. It is basically two pages.
0: Yeah, uh, basically we we kind of see a two passenger ships uh, take off. You know, they're desperate to get out of the area. Uh, they get blown up.
1: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Fucking terrible. Debris appear oh, right next to them. Awful. They
0: instantly get disintegrated. Uh Avar Chris feels that. Uh, she has a connection with, you know, all beings that are connected with the Force, so she can feel all the pain. Which is all another suffering. crazy
2: thing to feel everything. Yeah. Like, you can sense when somebody dies. And they talk about it later on in chapters um, with Belle, even. But, like, these Jedi feel they're dying, and it's mm. crazy and to and, think. And also, I mean, all the fear around them. Mm-hmm. And I will say, I love the way these chapters are being, like, titled. Like, the 40 minutes to impact. You're like, yeah. it's counting down. You're Belting like, oh. up a lot of tension. Yes. Yeah, And, like, I know once we get down to those, and like, 10 to 5 to 1, you're like, oh, it's yeah. going to happen. Yeah. And
1: this is what I was talking about earlier, and this is beautifully described by Sol here. Um, when the small piece impacts on Hetzel Prime, this is what I was talking about earlier. You know, this is a minuscule piece, mm-hmm. is what she, she describes it as. But it's like... Um, she she felt the impact and it destroyed uh, thousands of square kilometers sending water vapor high into the atmosphere and tsunamis outward in a rapidly expanding circle terrifying yeah. honestly absolutely
0: terrifying and that's a small piece yeah
1: we're talking like this is probably a piece like maybe as big as like the table we're sitting on or the table we're sitting on you know maybe a foot and a half mm-hmm. <laughs> a, across that's terrifying yeah, right. that is absolutely terrifying. and i love yeah. how
2: it talks about like how this planet and this area that it got hit was luckily just droids and it mostly, said, there, mostly there were it said it said hundreds
1: died but not, not
0: thousands, thousands or, or millions well i mean I, I guess in her position at that point you got to think like that
1: Hun- I mean, yeah hundreds is better than mil- i mean it's, it's billions of people live in the system right maybe even trillions Trillions was what they said yeah Mm -hmm. I think it's trillions I mean like yeah at that point unfortunately for the hundreds of people that did die hundreds is the preferable solution
0: it is a very unfortunate and I think even though this was such a short chapter, it did bring up something that we might see as important later: is the uh, feeling of emptiness she felt in the yeah. force, the missing well, that and,
1: and the tsunamis. I mean, yeah, uh, that's going to play a part for, specifically for Loden and Bell who are
0: on the
2: surface. Yeah, we'll, we'll see if uh, they get hit. I by will a tsunami. say the shorter chapters. Yes, there's not as much to talk about, but the wording in each of those, it's like I feel like I can see this happening, and like that's throughout the entire book, but the shorter chapters especially. Like, yeah it's crazy to think and like with this ending it's like it was the missing note I couldn't figure out what it is and she sat back down to figure it out and listened
1: yeah there's some very beautiful language mm-hmm. in, in this in this book and I'm, I'm really impressed by
0: it honestly yeah, really the imagery yeah. is astounding
1: and I mean this is just it's a Star Wars novel. It's something like, you wouldn't pick this up expecting to get like a lot of really beautiful prose, but but you really do and I, I can appreciate that mm-hmm. a lot.
2: When I get a Star Wars book, I think of more of like action or like, yeah. you have, here's the plot, you know what the plot is, here's the That's anime. what you're
1: expecting, but I mean, these, but with are, this, these are like well-crafted novels, mm-hmm. I will say. I, I'm quite impressed.
2: Yeah, I will say like most Star Wars books, like the Legends ones, they're all in young adult because they're easy to read. Yeah. This is easy to read, but in a different way. It's, poetry where yeah. i could see everything no, it, happening it is very poetic For the young and young adult ones it's like yeah, yeah concrete yeah and i can read them and i can see them but it's not as like it's as eloqu- eloquently
1: described yeah. i get what you're saying for sure huh? it, unfortunately it, there's not that much more to talk about, about in that it, chapter
0: unfortunately it, it does leave some questions open though yes yeah, so it,
1: it definitely does i i'm, I'm interested to see what that missing piece is if it's maybe a reference to the
2: Nile what they're doing I think that's what it is I think it's going to be she's trying to figure out what caused this yeah and or,
0: or is it a reference to the piece that's going to impact Hetzel Prime because they don't know yeah it's a missing piece. it's a missing piece I mean surely it's off yeah. the radar yeah I mean not all the True. pieces not all the pieces are going to have living people in well, it
1: well and you know like they can pop out anywhere yeah because mm-hmm. they're in hyperspace yeah literally at,
0: it, could, it could literally pop out in the middle of the plane. yeah
1: like Right out of hyperspace, mm-hmm. right on the planet, and just destroyed the like, planet. And we know,
2: millisecond. We know, like, there's 35 minutes to impact. There's this much time, but they don't know that. Like in real time, they're like, we don't know how long we got. And it says it in some of these characters where they're like, it might be seconds. Yes. Before we have.
0: You could no, they could die instantly. I mean, if you remember mm-hmm. the first two chapters, yeah, they, they didn't. even knew Faith what was happening. And, yeah. Yep. It's crazy. I think we're going to move on to chapter 12 now? Yes, Chapter 12. Solar Array 22X, Republic long beam. Aurora 9. 35 minutes to impact.
1: We get to go back to my boy, Captain Bright.
0: So now we go back to our boys, our crew, Captain Bright, his on-site, and his petty officer. They are moving on to the solar array that, you know, got destroyed just er minutes ago. Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, Luckily, not totally. They are able to dock on it.
0: Yeah, it's very roughly, but yeah. Bright's a great pilot, as it says. Yeah, I clearly, mean, yeah. I mean, he's a god, he's an Atolan. Uh <laughs> Of
2: course. I love how Sing is like, it's burning. Like, peoples? Yeah. Yeah, it was like, yes, it's burning, and Bright's still like, I don't care, we're going on this planet to save, or on this st- station to save.
0: Yeah, I mean... Oh, and, and I mean... If I was them and I saw a piece of hyperspace debris impact something, I wouldn't assume they're survivors. I gotta yeah. be honest.
2: Yeah. I mean, so, we uh, saw Peeps clearly not believing anyone's gonna mm-hmm. be saved. And then, um, Anami was kinda like there, but he was more. What well, we get later on where he was just like, no, we're gonna go see. Just because.
0: Yeah, yeah he seems like he, he's coming around. Yeah. Yeah, no, he definitely makes
1: what I would say is probably the. Of course, he's not died, but I think he makes the greatest sacrifice because he is staying at the reactor and mm-hmm. trying to buy them time I wonder if Very Bright, selfless act.
2: I wonder if Bright kind of has, like, force flow through him, like all of them do, but like, him especially, where, like, we see in the movies where these young kids just all of a sudden can, like, use the force. I wonder if he's, like, maybe a leak Well, user. it
1: seems like his tentacles, as a now tall one, are maybe sort of... Like force receptors. Because he said they're very sensitive. pick up on things quickly. We don't really know the extent of that. We don't know if it's only that he can pick up like physical, actual things, you know, like spells, Mm -hmm. senses that we're used to, or if it's more like a force thing where he Mm -hmm. can sort of. Have this intuition to find things that normally you wouldn't expect
0: yeah. from what I got, it, he kind of like had an attunement with the force, yeah. not not in the way that he could wield it very well, not but like but a Jedis capacity. Yeah, yeah, but he could he passively just kind of like just communes with it. yeah, and that's a thing that some
1: races have. I know Lians and Togruta both like that's sort of just part of their species mm-hmm. is they sort of have this passive affinity for the force. Even though they're not all Jedi, they, they can kind of have that intuition, that sensitivity mm-hmm. to to disturbances in the Force. I guess is what you would say.
0: Yeah, this chapter added a lot of uh, dire situation to our oh, yeah. to our, our our crew here because uh, taking get on, time bomb. Yeah, they get on the ship. They split up to find survivors. Uh, Inna- Bright
1: finds them and Eneman finds some survivors yeah. Bright finds two of them
0: yeah. Yeah, Peebles I think was the one who found survivors Eneman was Eneman yeah, goes down to the reactor Edeman. and realizes the reactor is unstable and could explode at any time and he stays down there at, yeah. to uh, try to make sure it lasts
2: longer he even said he was like I'm glad I came down here but we need to get off yeah. because he was like if I didn't come down here we would have all been dead yeah.
1: Well, and like it shows too how how well Bright knows his crew because he's like he's thinking in his mind he's like if I were in his shoes and I know what he's thinking he's thinking no get out of here we've got no chance we have to leave sorry tried our best and he's like I wouldn't blame him mm-hmm. but he's like he I think it says like he swells with pride when, when... Inman decides okay I'll stay I'll try to buy us some time yeah
0: yeah and, and right after he feels that swell of pride. It, kind of eerie, they they both say, we are all Republic. Yes. K- kind of just like, man, they're going to die. <laughs> like, yeah, 100% yeah. they're not living.
2: Well, that's their whole motto. Like, they said that in previous chapters. Yeah, like, we yeah. are the public. Yeah,
0: but this one's. It seems a little bit dire. Like, they're on a perhaps exploding uh, mm-hmm. array here. And like, even, some
1: odd tremor strikes the, the station, too. We don't know what that
2: is. Mm-hmm.
1: We don't know what's about to happen. Nothing
0: good,
2: <laughs> yeah, and it literally says we're all dead if we don't finish searching the station. Yeah. Like, they know that they have near seconds to minutes. Yeah,
0: and, and the crazy thing is, they only they're using a droid to rescue these people they find, and they only have one droid. droid, yeah, pill droid. They only have one of these things, and that Peebles and the Bright are gonna have to uh, uh, just like share it, and mm-hmm. so it's gonna take them longer. It just, man, it just adds a lot of tension to it.
2: Yeah. And, like, we saw that one of them, I think it was Ben, that was completely um, unconscious. And then. Yeah, yeah, the middle the character. Shiri was the one that called out. Yes. Um,
0: that was the one that Bright found.
2: Yes. Because they were right next to each I am yes.
1: interested to see the conclusion of this small arc. I think it's only going to be, like, one more chapter. Yeah, which is.
0: Which is, is going to yeah, be. Sad. Unf- yeah, it's, it's quite unfortunate. You know, they are going to die. I, I want to know more about
2: Bright. I feel like Ben might make it because he is unconscious I feel like he might be able to make it because that's something that we see kind of happen in books I don't think Shiri's going to make it at all with her uh, kind of bleeding out yeah, as he says Shiri's already injured pretty badly
1: my anticipation is that the only one of the crew that's going to survive is either Peebles or Bright I got I give Inaman a 0% chance I, 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 I as think, unfortunate as it is yeah. I like the guy he seems nice I think
2: Bright would be the one that makes it out because yes Peebles wouldn't make as much sense to make it out, but also, I feel like he could be a good character, too. Cause... But
1: I think the problem is with Bright, I could see him sacrificing himself to make mm-hmm. sure that Peebles makes
0: it out instead. Yeah, exactly. But, but maybe he has such a cruel loyalty that Peebles is like, no.
2: Absolutely. We need it'll, a, Cap- we need a captain like him.
1: I'm, I'm excited to see where that ends off. Mm-hmm. I, I
2: have no maybe idea Peoples where will happen. will, like, turn kind of... Cause he's he already, turns to the dark side? He turns to <laughs> the dark side? He, he, turns, <laughs> no! he, he turns No! He turns to, like, a desperate, like, na like negative net na- um nancy mm-hmm. to more of like a you know positive type, like, I'm gonna revenge in a good way type person. I wouldn't say he... It he'd... looks
1: like we won't get there the conclusion until chapter 16, boys.
2: Oh,
0: that's so sad. I had
1: I to don't... look forward to I wanted to see whether the story right. might end when it looks like chapter 16. 16. Oh, will be next week. Anticipation. Yeah, we'll, we'll cover it next week. Everybody get your tissues prepared mm. to cry. I
0: mean, if you're not crying already... You... Well, they're not <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, well, right. We're gonna move on to the
1: final chapter
0: 13 in this episode. Hetzel Prime, 30 minutes to impact. Once again, we go back to Loden! Our, our Jedi, Bell and in, in Loden. Uh, this is, the Marauders have just gotten here. They need to take care of the Marauders. They need to get... And they do. And they need to get our uh, survivors to safety. They need to take care of the guards. So many things. Uh, and of course, Loden is cool the entire time, mm. uh, as you would expect. So basically what happens is that... Uh, the Marauders come, they start firing upon our two Jedi, and the guards are like, yeah, let's, ta- let's kill them. So they join in on the Marauders sh- shooting, and then Loden's like, yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, he, he just kind of takes care of the situation.
1: I would like to go back. This is one of my favorite descriptions, and, and it really tells you, you why they refer to lightsabers as a civilized weapon. Um, it's the second paragraph of the chapter, and I just I love the description. Uh, lightsabers were designed to end conflicts. They were designed to injure no more than necessary, and in the horrible circumstance where death was the only possible outcome, they would kill quickly. No more damage would be done by a lightsaber than its wielder chose. There was no collateral damage with the lightsabers. Just great description. That is exactly what it, where a sh-
2: it is. foreshadows. A little bit in this chapter, it says it the um, wielder gets to choose. Where it hits, and like we learn later on, Loden doesn't kill these people because he chose not to kill them. Yeah,
0: I mean, it's... With c- the Force as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's clear Loden has the capabilities to kill all his aggressors. Like yes. certified... Killer. He he is a certified killer, but you know what's even a, a better mark of a killer it, is the restraint. Yeah, it's the restraint right.
1: not to be a cer- well. I mean, he's always
0: a certified. killer. Yeah, he's always certified. But a killer.
1: the restraint, the restraint to not be a killer. <laughs> yeah,
0: like he he's certified for sure.
1: Yeah, he only kills those who he feels are certified
0: douchebags. Yeah, it, it, I, I like the part where it talked about the uh, there's no collateral damage with the lightsaber because I definitely believe uh, Bell would have a lot of collateral damage. Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised he actually didn't have any clatter. Well, he,
1: it said he took to the lightsaber naturally. It said he was mm-hmm. a very gifted mm-hmm. with a lightsaber. Hmm. Yeah, he's probably mm-hmm. like a blue. I, lightsaber. I believe. Um, what does it say? Uh, there was a line specifically about, you know, like, yeah, he struggles with the Force. It said he's going to be a Padawan for a while. Yeah, here we go. Bell was not an expert yet at many of the Jedi hearts. Loden was right to push him, to take every opportunity to train him, to solidify his skills. He was a Padawan and probably would be for some time to come. But the lightsaber, that had come naturally to him from the very start. Mm-hmm. So Bell is a, a, a gifted combatant, mm-hmm. clearly. And yeah. you do see that. I mean, like, he, he definitely blocks a blaster bolt going straight for Loden after Loden saves his ass, of course. But... Uh, and then he's just kind of like standing there like, eh, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah.
2: I do like how it says, um, Loden says this, he says, why has the force called us to fight today? And then Bell replies, for life and the light. Which, great little scene right there because mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah. the darkness was kind of like taking over yeah, was, and he yeah. was like, well, well the force- reminding
1: them that they only fight when it's necessary. Mm-hmm.
0: When it's to save others. Well, speaking about that, uh, later on they actually deflect some bolts back onto some deck cannons the Marauders are using. And it kills two of them. So actually... He he is is a certified killer! It says Bell sensed it happen. And, man, I bet. I wonder if Bell's going to be fucked up from Loden just mercilessly killing people, you know? <laughs> well, technically,
1: he would have killed someone, too, because he he blocked one of the cannons. He, he destroyed uh, no. one of the cannons, uh, as well. And, and
0: Bell's going to feel so guilty. <laughs> he's going to go down such a dark path now. I'm so excited he's to see
1: gonna, He's going to jump off one of the super towers <laughs> willingly. Without the Force. Without the Force. I oh, do God. love
2: I... how we get to see that, like, they sense when they died. Which also kind of plays into, like... Later on, when we see in the Clone Wars and stuff where, like, the lightsaber turns off. Like, that's just showing us as viewers how they died. But, like, the Jedi get that sense of, like, oh, they have been defeated.
1: Yeah. No, I agree. I would really... Reading this chapter and just... Honestly, these this series of chapters we read for this episode... I want to see this as an anime. So bad. Yeah. yeah. I just want to see this. Could you imagine this as an anime? This be, would be so badass. It
0: it's exactly set
2: up like when it yeah, feels like
1: this. It would make an amazing anime.
2: I mean, to be honest, I would be fine with it as a movie. I would yeah. love to see it in, like, anything. Like, a- you any know? sort of media besides
0: what it is now as well.
2: Which, yeah. it's a great... It's, like,
1: a, it's, like, it is a, it's a tremendous novel, but the problem is most people don't read. A lot of people don't read novels. I will say, I'm not a big reader, but this book has made
2: it like, man, I want to read more. Yeah, no,
1: exactly. But the problem is a lot like unfortunately, especially for me, I one of my goals is to be a writer. Literature is a dying art. People don't care about it as much anymore and it's it's because there's there are more efficient means of consuming yeah, products. You can you can watch T V, you can watch movies, you can listen to music. There's so much reading takes time, but at the same time it, this novel, for someone who loves Star Wars and you want to get back into reading or you want to get into reading for the first time, this novel's great. It reminds me a lot of, like, the beauty and and the artistry that can go into writing a novel, even a novel that's just for Star Wars.
2: Because some of, like, the Legends books, like, if you're just now starting to read, you're like, Eh, it's not great I don't want to read this it's and you a, get bored pick and choose yeah.
1: thing you know like some of them are really good mm-hmm. and some of them yeah but you have to know which ones are good and exactly. bad and at the point you had to read them and it's yeah. it plays on that cycle can, it can be a slog,
2: and like your interests are different than my but interests this
1: is a great way if you want to get into just Star Wars if you want to get back into reading and you like Star Wars if you want to just learn more about the High Republic I think these would be great books to mm-hmm. read because they're so easy to read and they're honestly like Really well, right? And
2: there's nothing about the High Republic, so this is like yeah, this is the only way to learn. Yeah, like it's great because even if you get on Wikipedia, you don't learn. Yeah, no, looking at was
0: still hard. Yeah, honestly, yeah, even the Wikipedia really had less information on it than these books. We
2: like looked through multiple sources yeah. to get our information. Each of us had
1: different, a bunch of different websites we went to. And even still, I mean that episode's one of the shortest ones we've had.
2: Mm-hmm. And we still didn't really know what was going on. We, we got false information. We thought the Nile hit them, but they didn't hit the shit. Yeah, not, not really. She
1: sort of tried to avoid it, and yeah. then it broke off.
0: Well, let's just rein it back into yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our, our chapter 13 real quick, talking about uh, Loden. Uh, so there's a part here. When uh, blaster bolts are, are coming out, and uh, the Marauders chuck a little splinter grenade into the crowd of people. And it says specifically that uh, Bell could feel Loden's uh, displeasure in their actions. So you you kind of have the sense that, oh, he, Loden's going to fuck he some shit. He stopped smiling, oh, yeah. Too. yeah, he stopped smiling. And he he, he that's, that's the
1: apprentice... Me. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, he was not dealing with their shit anymore. He he was. I think he was kind of like using this as a learning opportunity for Bell until that grenade until, came. in. Until
1: yeah, things got really serious. Yeah, and
0: once the grenade came in, he was like, oh, "Okay, I'm going to end this."
1: Yeah, I mean, on on mostly unarmed civilians who had not provoked attack at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I just love the part. He he closes his eyes. He reaches his hand out. He just picks all the marauders up, strips their weapons away from them. And then just drops them like 30 feet onto the ground.
0: And, and defeats them. Not killing them like the two on the Completely guns.
1: Completely non-violently.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I he can't. He totally didn't break some bones. Loden would never hurt a soul. No,
1: he's definitely not a certified killer.
0: Gosh. This was an excellent uh, chapter. Especially for us to end on for this uh, series of chapters to, mm. to look over. Uh, just the ending of it, really. It's like, yeah. ho- it has hope. This is one of the few chapters you end with a lot of hope.
2: Yeah, I'm glad do we ended on this one.
1: Well, enough. You, do, you, do you sense that, Bell said, from Master Chris on the Third Horizon? Yes, Logan replied. Something is wrong. Yeah, well, right before that. <laughs> before
0: that, hope. You, 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 get in the, you get the refugees inside the compound. They're getting on the ship. Last, like, last paragraph? Let's hope. Yeah, if you just removed that last line from Loden, then it would have been great. If you made
1: that line chapter 14
0: (laughs)
2: instead. It would have been
0: a great send-off.
2: See, I just love how we decided to end on chapter 13, not chapter 12, because 12, it kind of ends the, like, problem. Like, yes, you know there's still stuff to resolve. But this you get like a big picture you're like something is wrong, and I don't know what, and I need to read more yeah no, but I, I had to really, stop this was this the, is best,
1: the this was the best place to end mm-hmm. for sure mm-hmm. and we
2: all ended here, so we're all like, come on, I want to read this yeah.
1: thats sad that's a good place to end the episode absolutely um. We've had fun talking about this. I, we hope you guys have had fun listening to us talk about this. We hope everyone's reading along. That, 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 would, that would be, be great. really great. I think if people were reading along with us... If, you're, ha- little... if you're ahead, don't spoil it. Um, I'll cry. <laughs> Try <to> make. Like, <laughs> a... I'll, I'll post a video of me crying and I'll tag you in it. It'll be really uncomfortable. Yeah, we have a little <laughs> book club going on here. Yeah, we'll call it the Wedding Book Club. It's going to be more popular than Oprah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there, don't we? Um, but, of course, we're having fun. Everybody, if, if you can, follow us on, on Spotify. If you can go find us on Instagram or Twitter, follow us there. We're really excited. You know, comment along if you've been reading as well what you think, what you want us to maybe talk about in another episode if we missed something, you know, in these chapters that you guys liked. Um, but that's really going to do it today. So I've been Wes. I've been Ed.
0: And I've been Dan. Thank you for listening to The Wedding.